0: My name's Carl Hinder, and you're listening to the Salon Help Good to Go podcast, the podcast for salon and spa owners who are looking to grow. The only thing stopping you is you. Welcome to episode 31. Salon cost controls. Most business owners, most salon owners know that they have to control costs, to enable them to make a profit. It's pretty straightforward, you know, A plus B type economics. Now, there is a problem with managing costs. And you see it a lot in the last few years. You've seen it a lot when it came to, you know, inflation, when interest rates went up, when fuel prices went up, when fuel at the pump went up. Maybe it was a little bit of a hangover from the pandemic as well. Either way, what we see is this. Salon owners take their eye off the ball in terms of growing sales. Now, I'm a sales strategy coach. I'm going to help you grow the business to the size that you want it. That's what I do. But of course, we've got to keep an eye on costs because it's no point working super, super hard if you're going to give away all your profits. However, I've seen the other end of this, and I see it a lot, and I see it way, way, way too often, so I thought, let's do a podcast. Let's see if we can stop a few salons making a few mistakes. This is the key. We are taking costs, and we are ripping the heart out of them. Now, I'm talking about anything. I've seen salons closing down certain days. I've seen them stop heating salons I've seen treatment rooms that are five degrees colder than they should be. I see people stop serving tea and coffee. And they're all kind of aimless, futile ways to control costs. Because what you're doing here is damaging your brand. You're damaging your customer service. You're damaging everything about what's good in a customer service environment. Nobody wants to go to a salon and be told, well, we're going to reuse your towel because it's good for the environment or, you know, it stops us having to put our prices up. Nobody wants to be told that we're not serving tea or coffee anymore because we're saving a bit on electric. In fact, I did hear one salon had banned their clients from charging their phones because electric was too expensive. Now, I don't know who that salon was, but to me, if you're listening, what a crazy thing to do. The amount of electric that someone would consume during a service to charge their phone is negligible. But the damage you are doing to that relationship is almost immeasurable. It's huge. And you see this all the time. You see us cutting back on heating and you're cutting back on staffing in terms of um, days opening and all that sort of stuff. All in the wrong ways. So as a coach, I want to encourage you to do this. I do want you to take a look at your costs once a year. I want you to sit down, I want you to go through them all, and whether it's, I don't know, let's say it's your fewer bills, just check that they are as low as they can be. If you have got to change suppliers, change suppliers. Let's deal with that. Let's put that aside. If you're going to change, I don't know, suppliers for stock, then change, put that aside. But my key to you is this. My key guide, if you like, is this. Don't make changes. Don't make cost savings and change your business so that your customers observe it. I mean negatively observe it, of course. If they are cold, you haven't saved any electric. You're pushing these clients away. If you're not giving them a tea of coffee in this day and age, and your motive is to save money, you're pushing them away. If you are turning off half the lights in the salon, because you think I'm saving some electric, and I don't care, by the way, how many times you explain it to your clients. And I don't care how many signs you put up. With all the best intentions that you think you have, you're pushing your clients away. It's not good business sense. It's not even logical when you look at it from a customer service perspective. But there are some areas that are totally, 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 guys, out of control when it comes to costs. I'm going to talk about a couple of them okay these are short podcasts i want to wake you up this week i want you to be able to go and do something i want to get your mind um going at the beginning of the week the first one and the biggest one it's always the biggest one by the way is your staffing i want you to go and have a look at how much you are spending on staff wages including your own if you're a contributor as in you um you know you're cutting hair or doing services and i want you to work out what percentage you are using so let me give you an example if you have got a 30000 pound a month business you should only be spending about 10000 pounds there or thereabouts maybe a, maybe a few bob more on wages so if you're a 15000 pound a month business you should only be spending about 5000 pound a month on wages call it 30 i don't know what 35% uh, of turnover needs to be dedicated to wages now that could be slightly different if you're um you know a uh, top end or your premium in the sense of you're doing um skin services at a high price point maybe hair extensions at a very high price point hair systems you know all that kind of stuff but the percentage should be coming down not actually going up have a look at this percentage And if it's over 40%, I want you to panic. I want you to dive in and start to take a look at why you're in that situation. Because if you're over 40%, you are really eroding your profit. Compared to trying to save money on the electric, water, gas, on the heating or something like that, this is massive. So, how do you know and what can you do about it? So first of all, you measure it in percentage terms. I've just given you a guide for more salons. 30-35% of your turnover should go to wages, maybe a little bit more in some cases. Anything over 40% is a real panic. Now, I have seen 50 and 60% over the last few years. Those businesses can't thrive. They can just about survive, let alone thrive. So start looking at that figure. Now, you might be thinking that I actually want you to now sack all your staff and get down to 35%, okay? I don't want you to do that. What I want you to do is look at a couple of things. You will know if you are overmanned if your staff aren't taking enough money individually. That's what I want you to look at. I know lots of you hate doing this. Have a look at their wage and have a look if they are achieving. Three and a half times they or more, by the way, three and a half is the minimum. Yeah, that's not it's not the maximum we're trying to achieve. Minimum, three and a half times their wage every single week of the year. That's what you're trying to do. Those team members who are fantastic, they're probably an asset to your business, and there's probably not too much work to do with them. Those that aren't, well, they are really taking the profit off you. I'm trying to focus you on profit here, guys. I know you might be thinking, ah, well, I can't do without that apprentice or that front of house or anything like that because it's all part of the customer service, customer service chain. I get that and I'm not asking you to. What I'm asking you to do is find out how many of your team contribute to the right level, three and a half times or more their wages. If they aren't, Now is the time to investigate before you do any more cost control on stock or products or heating or all of those other things. I've even seen people closing extra days and closing Saturdays, all sorts of crazy things compared to managing the cost itself. In this case, I want to talk to you about staff, okay? manpower. Those that are not hitting that target, well, obviously, the the first port of call is to work out why. And one of the reasons will be, I can assure you, across a a team will be because they're not working at the hours that you want or need them to. And when I say you want or need them to, first of all, they may be working hours that they want to work and not hours that the client wants them to work. So do some analysis. If they're in every Wednesday morning, go back over the last three months. If every Wednesday morning, 9 till 10, you know, I don't know, out of the last 26 weeks, 18 of them, there's no clients until 10, you know that that's a wasted hour. That's a big lump of profit that you may as well just throw down the street. So start having a look at, are your team, first of all, hitting their targets? If they're not hitting their targets, have a look at their hours. Maybe they can never hit the targets because, you know, if your sounds in demand at 6 o'clock in the evening and they've gone home, but they're in at 8 o'clock in the morning when nobody's passing by, it's a futile exercise, right? So start having a look. Now, in my MNP, my Massive Not Passive group, we did a whole session on this on scheduling. It's really important that your staff match by percentage your sales or your target sales for each day. Look, I'm not going to do that with you today. It's too complicated for a podcast. But if you've got 25% of your sales on a Friday, then it would make sense to have 25% of your staffing on a Friday. Otherwise, it means that if you've got 15% of your staffing on a Friday, that means the standards are low. I mean, the customer service standards are low because that 15% of staff have got to work too hard. Everyone's running around. Maybe they're trying to, you know, um, overwork and get things done because they're short-staffed. Well, that also means that on another day, maybe say a Tuesday, where you might take 10% of your sales, you've got 20% of your staff. Now, that means that it's nice and easy. Everyone can take it. Everyone can chill out. Everybody wants to work the Tuesday. Clients are looked after especially well because there's plenty of people around. But on Friday, your clients are not getting looked after as well. And if you did have the staff in the right places, maybe that 25% on a Friday... Could be 30 percent on a friday so that's your starting point when you start looking at cost control don't just look at you know electric water gas or you know subscriptions and all those kinds of fees please look at them please check them please cut them down but your big one or your first big one is going to be within your staffing it's usually wrong because Most salons don't have targets for their staff. And those that do have targets very, really get them to hit them. Yeah, they don't have a management situation. And that's really what we call staff accountability. The last thing, the last thing for this podcast that I want to kind of touch on with you. When you're looking to reduce your costs, I want you to look at reducing your costs as a percentage. So it's obvious. You know, the the greater your sales... As long as your costs don't grow, the lower the cost. Now, the easiest way, by far the easiest way, apart from managing your wages, is to look at retail. If you increase your retail sales, you will drive down the percentage of of your costs. The reason is because retail takes no more staffing. There's no extra staff in the processing. And the sale of retail. Okay, I know there's a little bit. We've got to order the stock and someone's got to put it on the shelf. But that's negligible. So when you retail very, very hard, when it's a focus, when it's an important part of your business, your overall costs for the business drop. And that's a much, much, much more effective way than cutting costs at the sharp end that the client can see. So manage your costs, manage your costs so it doesn't impact negatively on the client. That's the smart thing to do, it's the clever thing to do as well. The biggest cost saving, the biggest cost focus is always going to be your wages. Now we haven't touched on things like marketing, but if you can manage the wage costs, and if we build retail into that as well, because that pushes up the sales and in effect pushes down the wage costs, you're going to be onto a real winner. And that's all for this week. Thank you for listening to the Salon Help Good to Go podcast. Please take a look in the show notes for some useful links. And please let other salon owners know that I'm here every Sunday at 4 p.m. Thanks, guys. I'll see you again on the next episode.